Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole Wright. Hi there. Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole. And we're cutting up and having fun. And we are so <laughs> happy that you were here to cut up and have fun with us. Um, Amen. And we just want to uh, invite you to check us out on connectionshow.org. And you can connect with us. You can go to the contact page and yep. send us your prayer requests, your comments, or just say hi. Because we, we want to connect with you. We'll say hi back. We'll say hi back. We'll say hi, y'all. <laughs> no matter where you're from. <laughs> Welcome to all our northern <laughs> friends. Now that was high use guys. So <laughs> no, that was high y'all <laughs> and high all y'all. I was translating. <laughs> you yeah. were obviously in the spirit. I was translating. I, I am in the spirit, the sweet southern spirit. <laughs> so we have fun. Yes, we do. God is fun, and He likes to have fun with us. Yes, He does. And yes, we make Him laugh. A lot of times He's laughing at us. That's but a very good point. <laughs> Sometimes He's laughing with us. That that's very true. I, I, sometimes I wonder just how much does he laugh at us, and it's probably a whole lot. I'm sure when we get to heaven, he's gonna go, "Oh, honey, let's let's sit down and talk." Yeah. That there's sometimes I'm like, uh, man, just how much do I want God to show? Probably <laughs> no. not too much. Let's not, not do the replay on yeah. that one. That's um. You know, it, it, one of the things, the reason why we can have fun in the Lord is because we've gotten to know his heart and yeah. his character, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Uh, we started last week, uh, we started a series on resurrection, mm-hmm. uh, leave, stay, and go. And uh, I just want to tell you that if you're joining now, you didn't hear last week's Resurrection Lead. Go back. Definitely want to go back and probably listen to that. That's going to set up some things uh, for this week. And I can can tell you this much. We want to get to the go part. We want to get to next week's. It's going to be very important. uh, And you're going to see the flow of this. Uh, but what we're really discussing in this, we're coming up on Easter, we're coming up on Resurrection Sunday, and what we're really discussing is the character and nature of God that loves us so deeply that he left heaven for yeah. us. And today we're talking about he stayed under the whipping post, he stayed on the cross when he didn't have to. Yeah. He went there for us out of his passion, out of his love when he didn't have to. And so we're really talking about his character and his nature of a love that is truly, I think, beyond our imagination. And and even his promises that are based in his love, his promises are empowered in and through his love. He says it's beyond what you can ask or think. And I think that's a good definition of his love in general, too. Uh, we can discern it spiritually, but physically with our you know, fleshly minds, it's almost uh, too much to try and grasp. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I think about, you know, us, we'll get, we'll get burdened and weighed down, and we say we feel like we have the weight of the world on our shoulders. You know, and we have no clue. You, you've got a God who chose to come down as a man. Yeah. A perfect, sinless, spotless, beautiful God who took on such ugliness and despair and hatred and sin and sickness and he truly took on 
all the ugliness of the world. He truly yeah. bore the weight of the world. Yes. And he didn't have to. No. You know, people, people mistake and say, well, God sent him. He had to do it. He didn't. No. You know, God gave him a free will just like he gave us. And I think that's something that, you know, we need to remember. Yeah. Is it was a choice. He, he could have chosen to stay in beauty and comfort and love and wonderment and everything that is good. He could have chosen that. Yes. And God would have still loved him. Yeah. But instead, he chose us and all of our despair and all of our ugliness and all of our hatefulness and all of our sinfulness and all of our sickness and all of our lack of anything that is good. He still chose us. Yeah. At that moment, that's what we were talking about last week, was in our deepest, darkest, ugliest, worthless hour is when he chose us. Yes. And he chose to set aside all yeah. the good that he was and take on us and reconcile us, making us one, making us even with him. He chose that, was not forced, but chose that. Yes, and that's a strong point. I think that's the question in this series that we're really asking is, we're asking you to ponder, uh, to meditate on, uh, spend some time on this. What kind of love would leave heaven? Uh, what kind of love would leave the status of equality with God yeah. in Philippians 2? What kind of love today would choose for you and for me to stay on the cross. Um, <laughs> I think that it is pretty big. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just, that, that's kind of what we're pondering today. That's what we're going over is just meditating on that. And I, it, it's one of those things where I don't think that we should rush it. I don't think that we should rush past and say, okay, all right, I'll think about that kind of love. No, no, no. Take some time. Take the next day. Take the next hour. Take the next day. Take the next week. Take the next year and meditate yeah. on what kind of love would do that. It, it really is hard to answer that in words, you know, in human yeah. words. So. Well, you know, in Matthew twenty six fifty three, um, it tells us, you know, or do you think that I cannot appeal to my father? He's talking to Peter here. And he says, and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels. You know, all Jesus had to do was say the word. Yeah. It's one thing to say, okay, father, I'll go. Send me, I'll go. It's another thing to get here and see how just, just how bad it is, just how despised he is, how unesteemed he is. To, you know, once you get here, you've, you've set aside that deity. You've, you've walked away from all that goodness. And all you have to do is say a word, and you're right back up right. there. He said, do you not think that I can appeal to my father, and at once he will put... At my disposal, more than 12 legions of angels. All he had to do at any point was say, Dad, I'm ready. I want to go home. And God would have pulled him home. He would have loved him just as much. But never once did Jesus do that. You know, and as we were studying for this, 
you know, I knew in the garden that he asked, you know, if it can be, if this cup can pass before me. But I never really put two and two together. He did that twice, which shows us, you know, he hurt just the way we did. Yeah. You know, he didn't want to do this um, in, in his flesh. You know, in Matthew 26, 39, and again in 42, in 39 he says, And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet, not as I will, but as you will. And then he goes on in verse 42. <clears throat> he says, He went away again a second time and prayed, saying, My father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. You know, and it, and it shows the humanity of him. Yeah. He actually was a man. He did come down here as a man. Yes. And he's saying, Lord, I don't want to have to do this. But I am choosing your will over mine. Yeah. I am choosing your love for these people over my discomfort, over my pain, over anything in my fleshly being. I am choosing your love for them, Lord. You know, and so many times we just, think, we just see Jesus as God. And we forget he was 100% a man here. You know? Yeah. And yet, you know, when I was reading it, I was thinking about it sort of like a, a soldier with a grenade. He chose to jump on that grenade for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There's, um, you know, I just, I've never thought about it like this, but I had, um, as a pastor, you know, uh, there's many times that we'll go through stuff and, and a lot of times, you know, nobody will have a clue as to yeah. what we're going through. And a lot of times it's very weighty and uh, many times there are in the spiritual world, there are some very, very weighty issues that are happening. And I've seen people treat those, you know, just like they don't matter, you know. And uh, some of the times I have felt like screaming out, like, don't you see? Don't you get this? Don't you understand what's going on? You know, you're just not coming to church that day. But what's actually happening is people are dying and going to hell, and you're helping that by yeah. not being there. You know, and I'm, you know, and a lot of times it's not quite that weighty, but sometimes it is. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where it's just like there's this, this kind of struggle that's going on and we're trying to uphold and, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm feeling bad about myself because nobody's esteeming what we're doing. And here, <laughs> here Jesus knows that he's getting ready to go to the cross and die a horrific, horrific death. And um, twice... He goes back, and, and I can just, in Jesus' mind, he's going, there's the spiritual weight of what's about to happen yeah. is completely earth-changing. And he's got his elders with him, <laughs> and he's got them, and he says, will you pl pray with me? <laughs> and he goes back, and, they're, and they've fallen asleep. They're asleep. And then they've fallen asleep again. Yeah. He goes back, wakes them up, and he's like, would you not pray with me just an hour? And he... Here it is, here's the whole universe is shifting at this moment with Jesus in the garden. Jesus knows it. He's tried to show the importance and esteem to them. 
and they can't even stay awake. Yeah. They can't even keep going. And these are the men that he's about to die for. Yeah. These are the men that he's about to pay his life for. The ones that are letting him down right then. And these are the people that he's dying for. These are the people that he's going through every bit of pain, every bit of agony, every bit of anguish. That's how deep that love is. I've never thought about that like that before, but it's tearing me up right now. Well, and not just the ones that are sleeping, but he knew he was also dying for the ones that were putting those nails in. Yeah. He was also dying for the people that are here now preaching against his name. And yet he chose. They're worth my love. They're worth not just my love. They're worth everything. They're worth my life. They're worth giving up everything for. Even the ones that will put the nails in. Yeah. Even the ones that will tell me I am nothing. That will tell me I don't exist. You know, that will turn people away from me. Yeah. He died for them. Yeah. You know, That's we can, we, you know, we'll say, well, yeah, he died for the disciples. They were sleeping, but they still served him. What about the ones that are turning people away from him? Yeah. He still said at that moment, they are worth my life. Yeah. Forgive them, yeah, because they don't know. They don't what they know do. what they're doing. And see, this is why it's tearing me up, is because I've been that man, yeah, that fell asleep on Jesus. I've been that person that didn't, that was against him, that was killing him mm-hmm. in my sin. <laughs> the weight of my sin was on him that day. The weight of death that was on him was partially my fault. And here's the great thing is. I don't have to add it. I can, from this point forward, you and me both cannot add any weight, any more weight to what he carried that day by simply choosing, Lord, I want to love on you and I want to increase your kingdom, not put a weight on it, not, not pull down on it. And I simply do that by being obedient to you. But here, here's the thing. I've been that man. And in that moment, where we all, where the whole world was being, those people that were not esteeming who was on that cross, who was in that garden, who was getting beat in, you know, in the temple area, who was, <clears throat> when we weren't esteeming the Son of God, we were all that person, and he still died for us. And he still loved us beyond that. How deep is that love and can we fathom it? And, and what it should push us to and, and, or draw us to, it should open up the door and highlight this is the way to go, is that, Lord, let nothing stand in my way. Yeah. Let nothing stand in my way from being who you called me to be. The devil has succeeded for years and years in my life. I've let him distract me. I've let yeah. him hold me back, but it will not hold me back anymore because through Christ I will be empowered and I will do all the things that you've called me to be you have seen the end from the beginning you saw my beginning state of junk and mess and you said I'm worth dying for that means you must see a worth in the future that I don't even understand and can't even fathom yet but Lord let me do everything in my power to step to that place let me do everything in my power to move to the levels that you've called me to be. And it starts right now by you just saying, Lord, I accept you. You're my Lord. You're my Savior. 
And, and I know a lot of times we pray at the end, but let's just pray right now. Yeah. Lord, we see the love that was in Jesus. It's obvious how much he loved us. How much he forgave us right in the midst of our wrongdoing, right in the, right in the middle of us doing the worst things. He poured out his love. And Father, right now, we just ask you to forgive us. Your word tells us that if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us from all unrighteousness. And so, Lord, right now, we just ask, will you accept our unrighteousness? It's not even fair, but you're going to give us righteousness back. And what a great deal for us. It's not fair. It's not an even trade. But, Lord, we just ask you right now, forgive us. Remove that unrighteousness. And let us be who you've called us to be. Let us esteem the price that you paid right now. Lord, I believe that Jesus died and rose again for me. And today, in this moment, and from this moment forward, I will not go to sleep on Christ. From this moment forward, I will not be a drain on the kingdom. From this moment forward, I will not be a drain on the things that you're doing. But I will be a help. I will help bear the burden of one another. I will bear the burden of your kingdom going forward by being who you've called me to be. Someone that gives my life as a living and a holy sacrifice. And in it, I am transformed and renewed and made into your workmanship, your craftsmanship, a new creation. That's who I am now. I am, according to your scripture in 2 Corinthians 5, 5, I am now, as I've released this by my heart, I am now the righteousness of God in Christ. I've been made right with you. Lord, I receive that by faith right now. Thank you for making me that. And Lord, let let us all be empowered in this moment to do the things that you've called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's strong, isn't it? It really is. And that's okay. You know, a lot of times in America, we always feel like we need to talk, and sometimes we don't. We need just to be still and know that He is God. Yeah, I'm, one of the things that I'm thinking about is this, is um, I'm thinking about Him on the cross and the love that He carried. And, you know, we, we believe that you can be healed through Christ and that, in fact, you were healed. You right. are healed by his stripes yes. in First um, Peter 2. And um, one of the things, you know, when I have believed God before for healing, you know, <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll pray, oh, Lord, you know, let me be healed in Jesus' name. And then if I don't see immediate relief, then it's like within five or ten minutes, like, where's the aspirin at? <laughs> where's, where's the aspirin? And um, what I'm thinking is, because, and why would I think that? Because uh, physically, not spiritually, but physically, there's kind of an easy out for me. Yeah. It's kind of like, I know, I take these, and about 45 minutes, they'll hit my system, and the pain will go away. 
And yet, here's Christ on the cross dealing with people that were his enemies, that were helpless, they were sinners. And then you go back to that verse that you read at the beginning. That do you not know that at once I could mm-hmm. appeal to my father? Yeah. And he would dispose more than, uh, you know, he'd put at my disposal 12 legions of angels. Mm-hmm. Here was his easy button. I mean, he knew it, he's on the cross suffering. He'd already been whipped and beaten. He, and now he's on the cross dying. He's got the easy button and he knows it. Mm-hmm. And instead of taking that route, because if he took that route, we would be lost. Yeah. His love kept him there it stayed his love stayed him on the cross his passion for us stayed him on the cross instead of taking the easy way out so that we could be saved well not you know that makes me think of john 10 18 where he says no one can take my life away from me i sacrifice it voluntarily He says, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again. For this is what my father has commanded. You know, so we sit here and, you know, we'll we'll condemn those people that did put the nails in there. And we'll condemn the ones that beat him and the ones that, you know, scourged him and everything else. But they didn't take his life. That's right. He gave it. He willingly gave it for us at that moment. When we were the ones whipping him, when we were the ones trying to kill him, he's the one that says, I choose to give my life. Yeah. At any minute, he could have hit that easy button and been gone. Any second. Yeah. But he says, no one can take my life away from me. Yeah. He voluntarily gave it to us, for us in that moment. Yeah. And that's mm, that's a powerful thought. Knowing that with everything he was going through, nobody could have killed him had he not given up his life at that moment. Ours, we wouldn't have a life. Well, and at the end of that verse, it, it says this, for this is what my father has commanded. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've had a lot of different people command me different things. But there are very, I I can think of very few people, namely none, that would command me to stay on that cross and die like that, that I would listen to. Yeah. What, what kind, all right, so Jesus knew the Father intimately, we know that. Right. What kind of character in nature did the Father have to have so that when he commanded that, Jesus would die that kind of death? Mm -hmm. See, here's what Jesus knew. Jesus was an exact representation of the heart of the Father. That's in, I believe it's Hebrews Mm 1-3. He was the exact representation and character and nature of the heart of the Father. In other words, a lot of I've even heard people say before that I have trouble with God in the Old Testament. Jesus is okay, but I have trouble with God in the Old Testament. But you've got to understand that the Old Testament, it is, there's an accurate picture of God in the Old Testament, but it's incomplete. Right. You see the complete picture in Christ. Yeah. 
And so Christ knew the heart of the Father, the love that the Father had so much that he trusted him to the degree to stay on that cross at the Father's command. What kind of revelation of the Father's love and plan did Jesus have to know in the Father's heart in order for him to follow that command? So no matter how you slice this, no matter how you look at this, the love that God has for you is amazing. The love that God has is, it, it really is out of this world. And it's something that we need to focus on because in order for us to walk in the love that we're called to walk in, in order for us to be who God has called us to be, In order for us to live the kind of life that he wants us to live, we have to know him. Mm -hmm. Which means we got to get to know this kind of love even better than what we know it now. Like I feel like we're touching some of the depths that I don't know that I've felt before. But yet I know that even beyond that there's more. Yeah. I, I know that it's even deeper than that. We're just scraping the surface. Yes, yes. This is what we need to spend time on. He chose to stay on the cross. He chose to go, you know, to take the stripes. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he didn't answer in his defense on purpose. What kind of love does that? <laughs> What kind of love does that? And how different can our life be when we get a revelation of that love? Yes. What happens when we start walking in a little piece of that? Yeah. What can become possible and available to believers when they start walking in that kind of love? You know, and God's never going to ask us to go to the cross. Jesus has already done it. Right. He said, it is finished. So never once do, are we going to have to do what Jesus did. But Jesus did say, these things I do and greater shall you do. That's right. You know, so we have a call to get a hold of that love. We have a call to get a hold of that character of God. And not only get a hold of it, but realize that it abides within us. Yeah. And walk it out. And we have a call to walk it out and to take it to the world, to take it to the nations. Yes. You know, and sometimes it's as simple as, you know, what we talked about the other, other week. Sometimes it's as simple as going to the grocery store. And sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's sitting here and doing a radio show or a TV show. Yeah. But it's God's power. It's God's love. And when we, all yeah. we have to do is just get a hold of that. And the world will be so changed. Yeah. I, you know, we're, wow. we're in the series. We're wrapping up today's you know, show. But we're in the series called Resurrection, uh, Leave, Stay, and Go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We've talked about the love that it took for Christ to leave heaven yeah. uh, to become a man. We've talked about the love that it took for God the Father to send him. Yeah. We've talked about the love that it took for him to go through the torture and the cross to death. Yeah. But what we're going to talk about next week is 
the love that happens mm -hmm. when he goes. Yeah. When Praise he God. ascends. We're talking about the love that happens. Uh, what happens when he goes? Because all of that love leading up to the cross and into the grave was for a purpose. Yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about next week. Good stuff. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. So yeah. that's the, but uh, we just really appreciate you being on here with us, being a part of this show by watching it. And, and if you need something, you have a prayer request or a, a question, make sure that you uh, go to connectionshow.org. Uh, send us some communication. We want to connect with you. We, we yeah. want to get to know you. And, and we want to help you connect with the Amen. Father. Amen. Amen. That's the whole point. That's why yeah. we're here. Um, we have found that the love we're talking about uh, is very, very real. Yeah. It moves us. We have found that the love that the Father has for us is very real. And that same love he wants to make real in your life. And the whole point of the show is so that you can connect. Uh, with that love and we hope that you do it starts simply by accepting christ and making him lord of your life making him the director will you do it and engage him even more today we thank you for watching thank you for being here with us we're brian and nicole have a great day <laughs> thank you for joining brian and nicole on this week's broadcast of connection connection is all about connecting you more intimately with jesus through that, we want to help you find your joy again and really live. Contact us or watch more shows online at connectionshow.org. We love you. Have a great week.